Joining us on The Morning Show, publisher of the Northeastern newspaper, Margot Ashmore. Margot, I was real intrigued to see the story about the slowdown of first-class mail and the protests that resulted downtown. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so the uh, American Postal Workers Union is actually located in Northeast Minneapolis, so that's what makes it a local story for us. But of course, it's of interest to everyone in the country. The postal workers are looking for transparency in the process that led to the decision to slow down the mail. The service standard has been three days, and now the service standard is five days. And of course, that will mostly affect people who are farther away from the origin of the mail. We may not see any kind of slowdown, you know, from trying to send something right across town. They're also looking for documentation of the business rationale behind the decision to slow things down. It is part of Louis DeJoy, the Postmaster General's 10-year plan to make the post office um, not lose money. A lot of people don't understand that uh, the Postal Service is not supported by taxes, just by the, the cost of postage. Very interesting, Margot. So you're saying we might not notice these slowdowns in town, but who do you think will feel the biggest impact? Well, there's a lot of concern that it'll have a negative effect on rural Americans and on seniors who rely on the Postal Service to deliver them their medications and uh, veterans um, who also tend to be on the older side and, and or need uh, medications on a regular basis. And then I was just wondering, uh, your reporter, why did they decide to cover this story? What kind of drew them to this protest that happened downtown? Well, the fact that the Postal Workers Union is a part of the fabric of Northeast Minneapolis, you know, even though it happened downtown, Peggy Whitney, I've met her, you know, we've talked about things relating to 13th Avenue, where their mm-hmm. office is. So uh, it was just a natural. And um, the unions actually are already working on bringing back what most of us don't know even existed, um, a postal banking system, which would be a way to kind of diversify what the post office offers, you know, actually create more services for the public. This actually did exist. Um, this isn't in the story, but it's a uh, It's some background that I've had uh, in my back pocket for quite a while. Um, It existed from about 1910 until 1967. That's really interesting. Well, I look forward to to reading the entire story. My uh, dad is a former postal worker, so this always kind of piques my interest whenever anything comes up about the post office. Real quick, do you want to hit on some of the other headlines that we'll see in the Northeaster when it comes out this week? Yeah, ironically, uh, or amazingly, we we do tend to have a number of stories that uh, aren't just about the local. Um, One that we're featuring is the history of Lebanese immigration. And then we also have um, the Board of Estimate and Taxation candidates are interviewed, and it's a great way to learn some ins and outs of the taxation system. Also, Interact will celebrate 26 years on October 28th at the Nicollet Island Pavilion from 5 to 9, and that is an arts program for people with developmental disabilities. Oh, awesome. Thanks so much for highlighting that. When can we uh, look forward to another edition of the Northeaster? Well, this one comes out October 20th, and the following will be the day after the election. Unfortunately, we'll have to print the day before the election. (laughs) So that'll be November 3rd without a clue of what happened. Well, hopefully you and I can sneak in a few headlines that morning. I appreciate you joining us. Margot Ashmore from the Northeastern Newspaper on doorsteps tomorrow. Thanks so much, Margot. Thank you. Take care.